You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. A reading from the gospel according to Luke. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah, and she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, and why is this granted to me? that the mother of my Lord should come to me. For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for He has looked on the humble estate of His servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm, he has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts, he has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and exalted those of humble estate." He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. Heavenly Father, I pray at this time that ultimately, uh, not my word, but that your living word, uh, our Lord Jesus Christ, would go forth and indeed that you would take root um, in our hearts, uh, bear fruit uh, in our lives, and bring the life and the salvation to us which is found in you. And it is in your name that I pray all of these things. Amen. I remember a story told uh, by someone years ago, and it was told in the context of coming to worship, uh, gathering on um, Sunday morning, uh, and uh, inviting us to think about the way in which we come to worship. What is our mindset? What is our disposition? Is there any expectancy as we come and we gather um, on Sunday mornings? And by way of exploring that, he shared uh, an experience he had when he was uh, flying one day, and he flies uh, often, maybe uh, I'm certain some of you do as well, and uh, as he had already boarded the plane and was waiting for people to board, and uh, he was thinking probably the same thing that you and I think when we are on a flight, I hope this is a boring flight. Um, I I hope um, that this flight is completely unremarkable, um, that it is uh, mundane, everything goes uh, as expected goes, as as planned. Uh, And he was, you know, sort of flipping through his Uh, flipping through his book, uh, having no expectations other than uh, this would be routine with nothing unexpected. And he said as he sat there, uh, a young boy came onto the plane, and as he did so, he was excited. Um, He was thrilled, and he was watching this encounter unfold, and the young boy was asking the attendants, he wanted to meet the captain. 
Uh, he wanted um, to see the captain, and quite frankly, he was persistent. Uh, he was not going to move on until he had opportunity um, to meet the captain, and uh, they, they ushered him into the cockpit, and he uh, met the captain. I, do they still do this? And he, and he got the wings. Uh, do they still? I can remember when I was a kid, um, uh, not to sort of date or antiquate myself, but uh, I don't know if they still hand out the wings. Um, uh, for y'all who are younger, if they don't, you're being cheated. Um, so, uh, but he said, he said the young boy came out uh, with a changed uh, face uh, and a set of wings. Uh, he had come and he wanted, uh, he wanted to see the captain. And I, I share that story with you that this man recounted because the lesson which I read from just a moment ago, and, and not just this portion of Luke's gospel, but certainly um, this season comes with a great deal of expectancy. Uh, there is a great deal of expectancy, and we certainly, uh, if you read through uh, the first chapter of Luke's gospel, uh, you see um, the expectancy of the people, and, and there are so many things happening uh, in the first chapter of Luke's gospel is God begins to fulfill His promises, as uh, God begins to move in ways which are unmistakably um, His power, His grace, His might, His mercy uh, coming into the world. Uh, and I ask you the question uh, as we're gathered, um, as we're gathered here this day, uh, what, is, uh, what is your mindset? What is the uh, condition of uh, your heart uh, as we're gathered here today? Basically, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not hawkboxing you, but, but why are you here? Uh, it was some of you, perhaps it was required. Uh, it's the Christmas pageant, uh, and that is why that uh, you're here today. I'm I'm fresh out of stones, um, so I'm not throwing stones at you. Uh, some of you, it's uh, it's Christmas time, and so we 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 come to church at, at Christmas. Uh, perhaps uh, you come longing to hear a word of hope. Uh, perhaps uh, a word of encouragement. Uh, perhaps a word uh, of refreshment uh, that you're looking for and longing for today. Uh, perhaps a word of clarity uh, that can come to bear um, on your life. Uh, if we're honest, perhaps you're hoping for a succinct word today uh, as we're gathered here um, this morning. Uh, and what I would like to say to you, uh, what is revealed um, throughout the Scripture that we read this morning and throughout the witness of the Bible is that indeed um, God is a God who fulfills His promises. Uh, God is a God um, who comes um, to His people to step back just a little bit by way of, of context, I read just a moment ago, beginning uh, with the 39th verse uh, of chapter 1 of Luke's gospel, and we hear that in those days Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah, and she entered the house of Zechariah uh, and greeted Elizabeth. Uh, by way of backstory, and you may remember this or you may not, but uh, Elizabeth uh, and her husband, Zechariah, uh, in their lives, uh, and I mentioned that word of expectancy. Uh, I mentioned that word uh, of hope. Uh, and while uh, expectancy and hope are, are wonderful things um, to lift up, they're wonderful things for you and for me to hold on to, uh, if, if we're honest, uh, and I think it's important that we are, uh, expectations can also be uh, they can also be a stumbling block for us um, in our lives as well. And Zechariah and Elizabeth uh, had longed for a child, and we are told that she was um, aged uh, and she was barren. Uh, she had longed um, for a child. They had longed 
um, for a child. Uh, and I would imagine, this is my conjecture, but I don't think it's going out on a limb, that uh, they had a certain amount of regret, a certain amount of disappointment, a certain amount of a sense of, uh, of loss in life, that this which they had hoped for, had longed for, was, was never um, fulfilled for them. And yet we are told uh, by Luke that they were a uh, righteous couple. Uh, they continued um, to serve uh, the Lord. They continued to believe in and to believe on the Lord. And then the angel Gabriel um, appears to Zechariah when he is in the temple uh, offering service and announces uh, that, in fact, uh, God would give to them a son. Uh, and God wouldn't uh, merely hear that prayer. God wouldn't merely uh, fulfill that prayer, uh, but that their son would be great, uh, that their son would be the one to go before and to prepare um, the way through his ministry of preaching, through his inviting um, people to repentance, that he would go um, before the Lord, that he would go before the Savior, that he would go before the Redeemer. Not only would they uh, be given a son, um, we are told, uh, but that he would be great and that he would prepare the way um, for the one who is to come. Uh, and if you remember the story, Zechariah uh, at first uh, is, is a little hesitant to believe, and, and we're told um, that he is struck mute for a period of time. I used to think that was a punishment. Now, though, I think, yeah, that'd be kind of nice uh, to have a period of like, basically, I'd love to help you, but I'm mute. Um, I'll be back in a month. Um, so he had this um, period of time, and, and uh, indeed, Elizabeth did um, conceive, and, and we hear that, that, that she withdrew this, uh, this hope, this fulfillment uh, which uh, had come to her. She withdrew because I would imagine, like any of us, she was incredibly grateful, um, but a little hesitant as well, uh, a little anxious um, um, to fully believe, to fully lean on the fulfillment uh, of this prayer. Uh, and then the angel Gabriel appears um, to Mary. Uh, you, will, you will have a son. Uh, even, though you are even though you are a virgin, even though you are betrothed, um, you will have a son, uh, and he will be the one which God had promised. Uh, he will be uh, none other than God himself to come uh, to ransom and redeem his people, to come um, and to shepherd um, his people. Uh, shockingly, surprisingly, Elizabeth, aged uh, and barren, conceives uh, and bears a son, John the Baptist. Uh, Mary, uh, insignificant seemingly and unknown, uh, gives birth um, to the Savior. And it's in the midst of all of this context, all of the uh, good heavens, myriad emotions which we'd be going through, uh, Mary does the only thing that seems to make sense at this time. She gets up and she goes with haste to go and see her relative, Elizabeth. And as she comes, uh, we're told uh, that the baby, that John the Baptist, leaps uh, in the womb uh, of Elizabeth as uh, the greeting of Mary um, comes to Elizabeth, as the presence uh, of Jesus comes into that home. Uh, and Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, it is poured out within her. It is poured out um, upon her. Uh, and when, when the Holy Spirit of God um, shows up, when the Holy Spirit of God um, enters her life, what, what comes out of it? Praise, joy, um, thanksgiving. Praise and joy um, and thanksgiving. Uh, Elizabeth marvels. She said, I I'm overwhelmed. I can't believe um, that God would be so gracious to me um, that I uh, would encounter um, the mother of our Savior, that God would in fact um, appear to me, that God would in fact um, uh, be present uh, in my life, um, that God would involve me. 
And as I share that now, as I recount that now, as you might imagine, one of the things that I want to lift up to you um, unmistakably and undeniably is the good news that comes through Mary and Elizabeth, but also the good news that comes specifically to you um, and to me as well. Luke um, takes pains. If, if you read through, you see there's tremendous detail um, all throughout those first chapters of Luke's gospel, but, but throughout the entirety of Luke's gospel and on into the Acts of the Apostles as well. And, and Luke um, takes specific effort um, to give um, all of the specific details, the various players, the places um, that it happened, the time and history, so that we would know unmistakably that this happened, that God did indeed, as He had promised Um, fulfill His promises to come into the world as our Savior and as our Shepherd. Uh, It's not simply um, a great idea. It's not simply um, a great story. It, in fact, was fulfilled. God comes into the world um, in a moment of time. He comes into the world uh, of seemingly simple and insignificant people that He might indeed be our Savior and our Redeemer, that He might indeed be our Shepherd. And what I want to extend to you and to me as we, whether we come this morning um, for worship, whether we come to God um, in our prayers, when we come to God as we read the Bible, when we come to God as we gather um, in fellowship, is to say um, that the Almighty God, uh, who is both mighty and merciful, um, comes into our lives as well, desires to make um, Himself known um, to you and to me desires to make His dwelling um, within us as well. Part of the phenomenal message that we receive in this uh, is, is God appears um, to us. God comes to seemingly um, insignificant people in mundane lives. God desires that He would um, be with us. And we see Mary, we see um, Elizabeth responding with praise, responding um, with thanksgiving, responding with joy uh, that God is a God Um, who fulfills His promises. He comes um, into the world uh, in conception uh, and through the cradle uh, and to the cross that He might indeed um, be our Redeemer, that you and I indeed might be um, His people. God um, fulfills His promises, and we see um, that He is gracious. We see um, that He is um, trustworthy. Uh, And finally, I share with you this. We see what it's dependent upon. It's not dependent upon um, yours and my um, perfection or best efforts. Um, John the Baptist uh, uh, comes through a woman who was aged uh, and barren. What does that say? The power uh, comes from God and not from us. Uh, Jesus uh, is given um, to Mary. Uh, The power uh, and the purposes are coming uh, from God and are dependent upon um, His might and His mercy uh, in our lives. And so my invitation to you as we're gathered this morning, my invitation to us uh, as we go forward is, is to prayerfully reflect uh, on the nature and the character of God, uh, that He is a God um, who keeps and who fulfills His promises, that He is a God who is gracious um, to come uh, into lives um, like yours and mine, uh, and that He comes and to be, indeed to be our shepherd, uh, but also um, to be our Savior. Uh, and as we hear that this day, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give You great thanks uh, and praise that You um, are not distant, You are not indifferent, but that You unmistakably enter into the world in the gift of Jesus, Your Son, 
um, who is uh, our shepherd and through His cross and resurrection is our Savior. We thank You as well that through our Lord Jesus Christ, You promised not to leave us as orphans, but that You would indeed send Your Holy Spirit uh, in all of our Uh, and all of our hopes and all um, of our longings, we pray that you would draw our hearts and our minds to you and that we would find in you uh, a sure and certain place, uh, a place uh, of salvation, uh, a place of fulfillment. And this we ask and this we offer now in the name of your Son, who is Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you will join us at one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.